part two of our NCAA bracket. We are going to the East region. I'm just going down the uh, tournament challenge on ESPN, the app. Uh, shout out to them. It's a good app. But this is the East region, and this region is full of fuckery. Yeah, I hate this region. This might be the region where everybody loses a game here or there. I don't know. Some people might really like this region. Uh, Some people might. I know I threw a uh in there, but if you're a Duke fan, I feel like you're loving this region. I believe that too. But again, I'm not the Duke guy, but that is just me. The East region, Purdue is the 1C. Uh, Marquette, 2C. Kansas State, the 3C. Tennessee is the 4C for some reason. Go ahead, Tennessee. Be happy about that. Duke's the 5. Any arguments there? I would I would flip Tennessee and Duke. I, yeah, I would flip that. That would make things a little bit easier for me if it was flipped like that. Oh, I'd feel a lot better. Yes, yes. About that, I wouldn't have had a. I wouldn't have had much of a worry of picking Oral Roberts over Tennessee if it was that nature. Yeah. But that kind of just screwed everything up for me when I filled my uh, section out in the East, and like it was just so difficult for me to pick teams in there. I have. Oh, I feel like this is just ex-coaches of Texas bracket. I'll just say it like that. So ex-coaches of Texas bracket. All right. So I got I got a little bit of I got love and then a little bit of vendetta. Oh yeah, there's two former ex uh, Texas coaches in there. So I, that didn't make it uh, easier for me to fill this out. Um, so do the best to go with. I will just say this as a disclaimer: we're giving our picks. Do. If you want to ride with us, ride with us. But, but I'd be worried about riding. Do not riding. blame us for if they lose. How about that? This the east the east bracket is out of all of them. I'm just gonna say, will probably be the worst one. Uh, a thousand percent. Uh, it's gonna be the worst. So in saying that, uh, let's get into the shit. Of course, like I said, we don't do one picks because there are one picks and. I'm pretty sure we nobody's gonna have a one getting upset by a 16. Um, we'll then go. Did we skip Texas A uh, and M Corpus Christi? Are they playing Bama? They're, I know they're in the playing game. They're in the playing game against Bama. So. Oh, okay, we missed that on the last. I yeah. wanted to give a shout out over there. That's your uh, sister school. Well, I didn't go to Texas Corpus Christi. I almost Kingsville. went there. Kingsville is around there, yeah, but I didn't go there. Yeah, I just wanted to shout that shout them out. Really. By the way, two Texas teams in the 16 seed are playing in the playing game: Texas, oh, Texas Southern, Southern. Yes. and Texas A&M seed Corpus Christi. Shout out to the Texas schools. But uh, this matchup of the eight nine, I hate it because in my mind I was always going with this team to win, and I'm sticking to it, and I'm sticking to my guns is Memphis against Florida Atlantic. And this game is going to be played at Columbus, Ohio. Mm, okay. So we go from there. The champions of the tournament of the AAC. Yes. Memphis, Memphis. going against the champions of the Conference USA, Florida Atlantic Owls. Yes. And I'll let you go first. Who do you have going? Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure a majority of people are after seeing – today's game of Memphis for Houston are riding this Memphis hot train. You think so? I yeah. think people will see Florida Atlantic's record and be like, wow, they are really good. I, th- I could see it going that way, too. You could see it going that way, but they did not beat Houston and then play Houston close at the end of the year. So for that, 
and the conference USA championship game was on a lower cable network. It was on CBS Sports. CBS Sports Network, but it was Avery, Avery Johnson was there doing the game. Yeah, but it was, but it wasn't the stadium. There sucks in Frisco, Texas. Oh, I hate that, that, that stadium. stadium. Was weird. It felt like there was no fans there. It's just so awful. I don't. I wish they could get a better stadium to do that in. But yeah, but neither here nor there. That, uh, but the Memphis game, what was it on CBS? It was on ESPN. I believe so. The Memphis Houston one. Yeah, that was. And yes. People w- w- most likely have that channel and they'll watch it more. So I believe they're like, oh, Memphis is really good. They're hot. And they are hot. Penny Hardway's team is hot. By the way, I'll shout out Penny. This isn't his most prolific, notarized team. Right. But he doesn't have a Wiseman. Uh, oh, well, did Wiseman play that much? Well, he doesn't have that Wiseman, Durant, Durant. that like yes. top two. Like he got good recruits, but they're not like top five recruits. Like, oh man, this is Memphis's time. They're gonna be back. They're John Kyle Barry style, and they kind of fl- they went down. They weren't as good as what they were. Yeah, Wiseman didn't even play for Memphis that year. I think he. I think he might have played one or two games, and then they said he was ineligible. Yeah. but like he didn't have that type of feel. Right. It was just a team, and you're like. And they slowly progressed throughout the year. Yeah. They got better as it went on. So, uh, shout out Penny's one of my all-time favorite players as an Orlando Magic fan. Um, So, I'm always going to have a soft spot in my heart for Penny. So, I'm really happy that he's improving and doing well back-to-back years in the tournament. So, I I was worried for a while that he was going to get fired. I will say this, though. Penny's been stuck at that eight spot with Memphis. Yeah. He hasn't really gotten them to a four, two, or one, or three, like they people tend thought to, they tend they to under- underachieve. underachieve. I yes. think they overachieved this year. Yes. And got back to the eight spot, because I think they were eight last year as well, if I remember correctly. They were in that eight-nine matchup. Mm. So he's going to have to do it again. Yeah, they got a – it's not a great matchup they got either against Florida Atlantic. I don't think a lot of teams wanted to play Florida Atlantic. Uh, as an 8-9, no. I don't think so either. So, uh, But my pick, well, here, give your pick first. I, I have Memphis. Uh, love the big man, Williams. They have, mm-hmm. the, they have the guard that I look for in tournament teams, too. In uh, Davis, uh, was it Kendrick Davis? I don't know his first name, but um, they have... Yeah, it's Davis. Those two going for them. They're not very deep, which makes me a little bit nervous. They don't really have a lot of depth. They lost another guard early, I think in January. Um, he's been out since then. So they've dealt with it and managed, managed it since then. So they know how to play now. They only go about seven or eight deep. Uh, just like their top-end talent and their athleticism. I'm hoping they could pull it out. I'm not really not confident in this, but hopefully Penny finds a way. Um, I like I said, I've been riding this team. I was already saying they're going to win the game. They're going to shock, beat some teams. I have Florida Atlantic over Memphis. I'm on a Florida Atlantic high. They rock Vice City jerseys. By the way, they will be rocking Vice City jerseys most likely in this tournament. Um, Only for one game, though. No, for multiple <laughs> games because they're going to win that game. I will say this, though. 
the downfall of Florida Atlantic, they have not played a top 25 team. So that is kind of different. They haven't played top tier talent, whereas Memphis has played Houston. Twice, yeah. Yeah, so they played Houston, they played Bama, they played A&M, they played Auburn. They've been through. They've been through some tough games. Yes, they're battle tested. Uh, there was another statement I believe I was gonna make uh, before you brought up the Vice City jerseys, and that just threw me off that they're gonna rock Vice City jerseys. I mean, they rock the my the Florida Vice jer- Vice jerseys. They have black, pink, and black and pink jerseys. It's pretty dope. Yeah, um, I lost the comment that I was gonna make. I guess it wasn't important enough, or if I did re- do remember, I'll circle back to it maybe in the next round if I if it comes up if it comes up alright we'll move on to the 5-4 area the dangerous 12 and 13 seeds uh, what's the of the city tournament do, we're in Orlando we're Orlando yeah and the 5 seed Duke oh also the east region um, the sweet 16 and the elite 8 is going to be in New York right I'm assuming so yeah I is it in New York, York or is it in Brooklyn? Well, New York is Brooklyn. Well, is it we going? I don't MS- know if I don't are we know going MSG or, or going? If I was the Barclays Center, if I was to guess, I would guess Brooklyn because it's the newer one. Yeah, but should have had that info. You know what I mean when I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. When you say when you say yeah, when you say New York, I always assume it's going to be Madison Square Garden. Yes, it would be awesome if it is. Yeah, but um. The five seed Duke going against Oral Roberts. Yeah. Okay. And um, another team that people have, again have fallen in love with. I said this in the first one in the intro. You fall in love with Duke because they're on the roll. They're looking good. They're healthy. Everything seems to be going their way. Yes. And I think that's where you get trapped. I think this is a trap game for Duke. I think Oral Roberts wins. I think they're more. They're more seasoned into the tournament than Duke. Yes. And I think they can grind out the win against Duke. Um, I think this game will be very close, by the way. I don't think it's a trap game for Duke because they'll be aware that a lot of people are probably picking Oral Roberts also. Well, remember. They were a hot team. Well, if you watched ESPN Bracketology, every single one of them had Duke getting out of this group. Yeah, I believe every so. smart every expert I on ESPN had so. Duke getting into that. I might final have saw point. one Marquette, maybe one Marquette, but majority of them had mm-hmm. Duke getting in there to the final four. Yes, so I'm just it's one of those things where I'm basing it off of the experience, but you'll see that as a trend. Or Roberts has experience, Duke has. There's a first-time head coach, even though he's won a national championship game, and he's been a part of the coaching staff with Coach K. He'll get the team up. There is something to say about little schools love getting up for games against Duke. Well, of course. That's always been the trend, and they struggle against little schools in the tournament. If you go back to C.J. McCollum. Lehigh, Mercer. I mean, if they're not a one seed, they usually have a hard time getting over the hump against, let's say, these smaller schools that or obviously is very veteran and they know how to play. Yes. Now, are a they good the, guard play? Yeah. Are they the tallest team in the world? No. Do they have a giant? Yes. Is he a good giant? He's very skinny and he's not that good. I can see him getting in huge foul trouble if Flip uh, 
Lipkowski's on them. That's the other thing, the little thing about Duke, too, in tournament games. You always have to worry about the refs when it comes to Duke because for whatever reason, they get favor, favorable calls. It seems that way. Coach K's not there anymore, so you would hope it doesn't happen. I don't know. It started to happen, though, in the ACC tournament, it, it, uh, me being a Duke hater, but it did start to happen. Uh, Moving on to the next matchup. So we both have Oral Roberts. Oh, you have Oral Roberts too? Yes. Yes, I have Oral Roberts yeah. as well. Um, moving on to the next matchup. It's a shitty Tennessee team. Oh, Tennessee. Um, also, they didn't punish them for the injury to their point guard. Oh, yeah. When, they, when they punished Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, State for Anderson being hurt. But they didn't punish Ziegler being out for Tennessee. Which I find hypocritical. Again, I, I'm going to say this. I think they already had their bracket set up and they didn't want to flip it and change it. That's basically what I'm going with there. This is a weird matchup. I don't know anything about I'm, I have I'm, no idea what Louisiana Lafayette is. I didn't watch a Louisiana Lafayette game all year, so nope. I hate that. I hate it so much. They lost to Texas by 28 and they lost to Drake by 12. So that's what you got going on the important information. Uh, Tennessee has been very bad at the end of the year. Not, I would say struggled a lot Yes. at the end of the year. I wouldn't say bad, bad, but they've struggled a lot. They do not have a point guard since Ziegler's out, so they struggle bringing up the ball up the court. Uh, what's his name? Brings up the ball up the court a lot of the Is time. Is it Jones? No, not even him. First, uh, um, first however you pronounce oh, it. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, Rikoshi? Rikoshi? Yeah. So if Louisiana has any sort of ball pressure – or kind of a full court press. Hopefully, they watch the tape. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, but if they have any ball pressure, they Tennessee could be in trouble. Yeah. Uh, I just think the, then my question is, can Louisiana score against their defense? Yes, because Tennessee's defense, defense is still it's still good. Good. I would say it's still one of the top tier defenses in in college top five in college basketball uh, yeah around there they've been slacking a bit lately and Ziegler being out definitely affects them yeah because he's a hustler he's a heart and soul guy he's going to do everything to get the ball yeah but he'll be on the sideline so that'll pump him up and maybe they'll come together and do it for him I wish I had more to say about Louisiana I really wish I did but I haven't watched him so it could bite me in the ass on this one because I'm picking Tennessee. I also have Tennessee. I did at one point have Louisiana in there just because. First instinct. I, my first instinct when I saw the matchup, I wanted to just pick uh, Louisiana. Louisiana. And I thought through it. I was like, well, Tennessee's physical. They have, they have a bunch of talent, a lot of young talent, too. They don't really have the experience now. I wouldn't be surprised if Tennessee loses. Like, Tennessee loses. I'll be kicking myself like, damn! I knew they weren't. I knew they were in trouble. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm. I just can't pull the trigger on Louisiana because a, I don't know anything about them, and I'm just going with Tennessee gets out of the first round, and we'll see where they go from there. Yes, and remember, we're doing this out of our own instincts without influence from outside media too. So we're doing our own picks because. Throughout the week, I will find out some more information about Louisiana. Yeah. However, at this moment, and I probably won't change my bracket unless I change it on the podcast like I did in the South region. It'll be on air. Yeah. So, or I'll, I'll tweet about my flip. But yeah. for the most part, 
I'll say it on the air and I'll just reconsider it. Yeah, so uh, Tennessee advancing. Like I said, we both said this East region is not good for us apparently because we do not like a lot of these teams or don't like the matchups for uh, the teams we do like. Moving down to the second part of that. The bottom half of the bracket. Bottom half of the bracket. Uh, the six eleven matchup of Kentucky versus Providence. This is in Albany? This is in, we are looking at Greensboro, North Carolina. Um, Blue is going to be out there. Well, Kentucky travels. Kentucky no always travels. Um, I'm oh. going to say I'm going to say this nicely. Oh. I don't think I've watched five minutes of Providence. It's a Patino Bowl. Yeah, he did coach both these teams. But I will say this nicely. I have not watched five minutes of Providence basketball oh. at all. Okay. I have no idea about Providence. I have about here. I don't know anything about Louisiana Lafayette. I have no idea about Providence. I know they're in the Big East. I didn't watch any of their games. I always think thought they were crap. I that is what it is. I picked Kentucky because I've watched Kentucky. I do think they're better. But at the same time, I have not watched enough of Providence to know anything about them. Okay. Um I've gambled on Providence a lot, and they have let me down every single time. Well, that's just a Providence thing to do. This Providence team is not like the old Ed Cooley teams where they play hard-nosed defense. This team just wants to score. Okay. Uh, They have, I wouldn't say really good, a solid point guard. Um, They might have the most talented play. It's tough to say when you're going against Kentucky. Uh they might have the most talented player on the floor, though, Providence. That's uh, Hopkins, I believe. He's a four-man. Uh, he could shoot from three. He could go inside. He's good from the mid-range. I think that could cause Kentucky some issues because Kentucky doesn't really defend either. I feel like the over is a good bet in this game, too. Just throw that out there also. Uh, Kentucky's not really the best defensive team. They haven't really showed me enough. Kentucky hasn't shown me enough this year. I will say this. I'm blown away by them. And they don't get the ball inside enough to Shibwe. I'll That's say this. That's the problem I have. Isn't it funny how Kentucky always does this every year where majority, like, I was like, at one point I was like, there's no, I'm not picking Kentucky to do anything this year. And then they pull me back in. Yes. They slowly pull me back in. Now, I bet Vanderbilt to beat them in the SEC tournament. But that's just because Vanderbilt plays better. That, that style that Vanderbilt plays against Kentucky beats Kentucky. Now, is that somewhat like Providence or is it not? They just I, struggle. And plus, Providence has been horrifically bad back into the season. Yes, they've been getting smashed in yeah. games. They've been losing at home. Like, they didn't win the home game. They got blown out at home a couple times. They didn't look good in the Big East tournament. But, but again... Didn't watch the game, but from what I saw from the stat line, they didn't do well. They they were down big. They came back. All right. I watched the last two minutes of that game because I had you call. Oh, when they fought back? Yeah, yeah, when they fought. But they were getting blown out majority yes. of that game. And then all of a sudden. That's they, what happened in the first game. Well, the game at UConn. Yeah. Um, they were UConn. They were kind of 
nip and tuck with UConn, and yeah. UConn went on a huge run. run in the blue and out. Yeah. We're blowing them out, and yeah. then they came back again. No, they didn't uh, come back that game. This okay. game in the uh, second big, half, Big East yeah. championship tournament tournament game, they came back. Yeah, because so they showed a little fight. So I kind of liked that. But I was watching. I was looking. I was like, oh, UConn's just. They're up by seven. Oh, they're up by fifteen. I was like, "Oh, we're good. Yes. I don't even have to worry about this game." Then, as it kept, I was like, "What's going on here? What's going on here?" I then had to watch to see what was going on. UConn did cover, thankfully, but that was just one of those things where I was just like, "What's going on here?" And then Kentucky sometimes goes on huge scoring droughts. Yes, and if Sheikway is in foul trouble, things get a little interesting, and that's the problem because Sheikway has been getting a lot of foul trouble this year. So, Kentucky fans, I'm hoping Kentucky wins. I'm picking you guys to win, but do not let me down again. Who do you have? I went with Providence. Okay. Uh, for some reason, I think that Kentucky's in one of those spots where they're cool with the season ending. Like, if they really wanted to fight, they could have beat Vanderbilt. They were up big and then just gave up that game. What's the last – who's the biggest team that – Kentucky's beat in the past month, and it's probably Tennessee. You, that's probably Tennessee, right? I would assume it would be Tennessee. I'm not like because I'm just going back in my memory bank. I thought they were just playing like Tennessee was big wins that they had. They beat them. They beat oh, Tennessee they twice. They did blow Auburn out. I think that was on the back end of the season too. But I'm not a huge Auburn, Auburn guy. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like. The, and you could say, I guess you could say the same for Providence because they haven't beat a team in a while either. It seems like it's a even matchup to me. Yeah. And I'll just lean Providence and I'll go with Hopkins and hope that they can outscore Kentucky. Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. I, I went Kentucky. Uh, the three fourteen matchup is K State versus Montana State. And at first, I did have Montana State because this game is in New York. Or Greensboro, not New York. It's the games in Greensboro. And K-State, for whatever reason, I don't know what it is, they cannot play outside the state of Kansas to save their life. I can't figure them out. They beat us. They beat Texas at Texas. Other than that, I think they lost every road game. No, they won back-to-back on that run, too. I think they beat uh, Baylor. Did they beat Baylor at Baylor, too? It was like two games Well, they in beat a row. Baylor twice. So, yeah, they had to beat yeah. them at Baylor. They, they went on that little run where they won two in a row. And I think those were the only two really games they won in the Big 12 against the elite teams. Yeah. Because they lost to Iowa State on the road. They lost, they lost to Kansas on the road. They lost to TCU twice on the road and in the Big 12 tournament. That's three times now. No, they beat them at. Oh, yeah, they beat, they beat TCU at, at Kansas, Kansas State. Kansas City or Kansas State. Yeah. So, it's one of those things where you're just kind of sitting there and you're like, when can they, like, this is the best time to figure out to win games outside of Kansas. All right. The reason they get in trouble in road games, they're loose with the ball. They turn the ball over a lot. Yeah. And things just kind of... Uh, spiral out. Yeah. It just, it, it, just out. it just rolls downhill once... Once they start turning the ball over and the crowd gets on top, neutral site game, it'll be a little bit safer environment. I will it's say this though. Great. I will say this though, your this game is not just the neutral site game because if they don't play first, and uh, let's see, 
don't know if they play first. If they don't play first, they're in, they're in, they're in a hostile environment. Because if Kentucky wins, right, and then Kansas State has to play. Yes. It is no longer uh, a yes. neutral site yeah, game. You got, you got the it Kentucky. is now becoming a road game with Kentucky yes. fans going going for Montana State right. plus the Montana State fans, and it's in Greensboro, which I don't think K State fans are going to travel that far. Now you'll have some the family family and friends and all that stuff. Yep. But it will not be as big as a Kentucky. No, it's going to be a Kentucky. Yeah, uh, it will be Kentucky strong, and that's a danger. So they have to play. Let me see if. Well, you could also say this though: if Kentucky loses, there won't be Kentucky fans won't even care about the game. That is also very true. Like half of them will leave, so probably seventy five percent of them will. That that's but that's the that's that's just how it works. I'd feel yes, you're right. I would feel a lot more comfortable if K State played before Kentucky. Absolutely. If I'm a K State fan, I am. Pre- uh, let's see. Of course they. Uh, they definitely do not. They play at eight forty, so they definitely do not play before before Kentucky. They play at eight forty at night. Yeah, on the Friday. On the East Coast. Yeah. Wow. So they are screwed. If Kentucky wins that game, and if Montana State shows any sort of sort of life, life like any life, yeah, K State has to come out uh, guns blazing. They're in trouble. So it is it is a dangerous pick just for the fact that K State struggles at on the road. I did pick K State. At first, I had Montana State, but then you told me they play slow, mm-hmm. and they don't really do. They're not the best shooting team. So all that works out like an Oklahoma State thing. And K-State can be explosive. Yeah, so all that works out in K-State's favor. The things that don't work in their favor, it's a road, excuse me, it's a road game pretty much. And if Kentucky wins, it's a hostile environment. Yeah. And those, two, those, those factors have all gave K-State a major problem. So don't be surprised if Montana State, if Montana State, say Montana State's winning 10-3, at the first time out, that place is going to be rocking. They might get rattled and might try to force things, and that's the K-State move. And then they turn the ball over more and more. Yeah, because they're going to try to force the thing to happen. But I do have K-State winning. Just, we always have to give you what the reason why they can lose the game. Yeah, But, uh, yeah, but I, they are a better offensive team. They are explosive, and all those things are true. Like we're not like I we, I feel like K State fans are gonna be like oh you guys are just don't trust us it's not what we don't trust you it's the fact of the things that we've seen this year from you guys in the Big Twelve and you guys not being able to adapt and adjust to it it's just the turnovers for me yeah. man it's just the turnovers but it's not just the turnovers it's them forcing it too like oh we have to make oh we're down five we have to make a but they four have point a guy, play they have Johnson that they can just go to and get a bucket if they need one Johnson and then the guard uh, Noel well, yeah. They, so they have guys. That yeah, but that's what I thought they did, would have done in Kansas City in the Big 12 tournament, and they that didn't happen. That got shut down, right. and then they couldn't figure anything else out, and then it became something of a. But we're talking about playing TCU to Montana, Montana State. State, yes. But the again, crowd. If Kentucky wins, the crowd will get in it. The things will get motivated. Things will happen. And it's the last game, like late game. Yeah, yeah. and I will say this: even if Kentucky does get knocked out, I don't think they want another team like. Oh, if we're not in, 
we don't want the higher seed. I think the Kentucky fans, half of them will go home. Yeah, half of them. Because the other, they'll, be, they'll be too busy wanting to get on the computer about firebreak. Uh, the, uh, John Calipari. John Calipari. That is true, but I think the other half will be like, if we're not in, we don't want the three seed to be in. Fuck yeah. that. Yeah. That type of feel. But uh, moving on to the bottom half of this bracket. Uh, a weird game. Well, I, it's a weird game. It's a weird game in this aspect. Is this Columbus? This is Columbus. We're in Columbus. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The screw job? Now, I'll say this. The screw job? I, it, the screw job that happened? I'll say this. It's bullshit. Out of all the teams in this bracket, uh, Marquette got screwed out of this bracket the most in this group because they don't play in Columbus. They don't, they don't go on the road and play in the Columbus set, Ohio. They play in Ohio against Xavier. But then we'll go to Columbus. Like, yeah, Michigan State lives in – like, they play Columbus uh, once a year. Yeah, but they're – both those teams are in uh, – like, Marquette's closer yeah, to but, Columbus than Michigan State is. But it's just one of those things where I feel like – And you've got to think, like, the people in Columbus that bought tickets, they're not going to go for Michigan State. But I think Michigan State fans go down and fly. It's like in the Kentucky thing. That's the, true. And it's the, right there. The people that are in Columbus that buy tickets to the game are just going to pull for against Michigan State easily because they big. Well, this is here. Unless, I'm, unless I'm, you're part of the little cultist thing where you're like, oh, I'm just going to root for my conference team no matter what. I will say this. Look at that 7-10 matchup. You're in Columbus. Look at Missouri's 7-10. We've previewed this. They're going to Sacramento. They're seven seed, but they have to go all the way to Sacramento. Mm-hmm. And Utah State is closer to Sacramento. So, like, it's one of those things where I feel like, yeah, Michigan State's the seven seed and USC's the ten seed. Also, uh, the time. Yeah, and the time. Oh, and it's an earlier game. It's the first game. On Friday, right? Yeah, uh, Friday or Thursday. One no, of the- Thursday's first game is 8-9. Yeah, so it's the first game. Yeah. One, either – if it's not the first, it's the second game. But either way, it starts at like nine ten West Coast time. West Coast time. And, again, very weird. I don't understand what they did. USC did to the committee to hate them. But that is. That's just what they went with. So, I was like, all right. They just love Izzo so much. So, they're just trying everything to stack the cards against It is 11-15, first game on Friday. Or the second game on Friday. But, yeah, it's wild. Yeah, it's uh, ridiculous. Game-wise, I do think USC has more talent, but it just doesn't factor well for them. Oh, low-key, uh, love the ma- uh, mascot battle, though. A Trojan, yeah. uh, Trojan Spartan? Yeah, yeah, it's a great matchup. Yeah, it's great, great, great mascot battle. Roman, Roman Greece Empire-type shit. Fucking Spartan versus a Trojan. It's yeah. going to be great. That's it's a- going to be the soon-to-be uh, rivalry in the Big Ten. Oh, yeah, soon-to-be rivalry in the Big Ten. Yep. So. Uh, it's, that is a good good shout right there. Uh, but I will say this. I do agree with you. The timing for USC doesn't work. It will be 9 o'clock. They have to adjust. Daylight saving times just happened. Yeah. Uh, they should adjust by then. It's been a week. It would be the week. But the timing doesn't work for them. The area doesn't work for them. They didn't get the love like Utah State got. Uh, I have Michigan State winning. I will say this, though. Michigan State does somewhat struggle to score. They rely heavily on two players. Or actually one for threes. And then everything else has to work out. 
They got a couple to that. Like Atkins is their like three point lefty yeah, shooter. Yeah, but if they don't have, if he's not hitting threes. They don't hit any threes. Yeah, because Hogard, Hogard is like streaky as hell. Sometimes yeah. he'll shoot the ball. Sometimes he won't even shoot. Yeah, but and then if Walker Ad- is Walker is streaky too. Yeah, and but I do think USC does have the best player in the game. I think Boogie Ellis is the best player in the game. Yes, but I don't. Again, it's I don't know how USC is going to adjust to the time difference. I, I know it's a, but it's a, I think it's only two hours. I don't think they're on East Coast time. Who? Columbus. Yeah, they're East. Is there East yeah, Coast? They're east. Oh, okay. Yeah. They don't get the split. No, I was trying to think of where the split actually happens, but I can't remember where that shit happens. Uh, all right. Like well, Iowa, maybe. Is it Iowa? Iowa might be Central. So. We don't live on the East Coast. Never have, so I don't yeah, know where the split. We're right. we're Central made, Central paid. Yeah. I know. I know. Here, the funny thing is, I know the mountain. I know where the mountain cuts off. I know where the West Coast is. I don't know anything. But I don't care about the East Coast time zone. But I don't know where the break is. Yeah, Phoenix is West Coast, right? Yeah, Phoenix is West Coast. Like half of majority, half of Arizona. Arizona is, yeah. yeah, and like that shit. And Las Vegas is West Coast too, so it's easy to know. Yep. Because you don't need to know the Montanas and all that shit. You just need to know the Phoenix and all that. Because who goes up? Yeah. There? And you just know the rest of it's Mountain West, and then you got your Central, but East Coast. I don't know where that break is. I don't know where it goes. See, I always envision it being like right near Chicago, just to the east of Chicago. <laughs> okay. It's like Eastern time. Eastern time, right? and then Chicago started the Central. That's how I envision it, but I'm sure it's a little bit further than that, but yeah. that's just how I always picture it. So it shit. doesn't work out well for Ohio, for USC. For that reason, I'm going Michigan State. Boogie Ellis. The best player? You're going best player? Boogie Ellis and Peterson. I said it early on when we were. Peterson's been bad lately, though. He's That injury has hurt him a lot. I don't know if it's – I think it's his back. I was watching the game against Arizona saying that we're talking. Bill Walton was talking about it, but Bill Walton does. I'm not going to. I was going to say Bill Walton does ramble a lot. Okay. Bill Walton might just give him some like mushrooms or something before the like after he saw him struggling with his back. He probably gave him like some mushrooms. It's like take this with you for the tournament. Do the Pac-12 well. I need you to show why the Pac-12 is the conference of champions. He also said Washington State deserve need to be in the tournament. All out. He's been saying. Love you, Bill Walton. By the way, Bill Walton's been saying that for like the past three months. If you've watched any Pac-12 game, and Bill Walton's just like Arizona State is in, or not Arizona State. He's like, yeah, Arizona State's in, Oregon's in, Arizona's in, UCLA's in, Washington State's in, and I was like, where the fuck did Washington State get in? ESPN went the route where they always have these announcers that ride for conferences no matter what. Yeah. Like, there was a guy in the ACC, I can't remember, who, like, watch, watching an ACC game. And well, that, like, that's how the conference tournaments were. Because Oregon, Oklahoma State was automatically in after being Tech. Uh, Frank said that. Yeah. Uh, Fran. Fran. Yeah. Uh, Rutgers was in right away. Uh, they were saying the SEC game, uh, Mississippi State was in. Oh, Mississippi State was in. Well, they did get in. Uh Clemson was in. Just like, what benefit does it have you write him for a conference? Uh, what, does we, it, do they we are going to sidetrack, but I am going to sidetrack this. When the fuck did Dick Vitale become a Big 12 guy? Yeah, that's bullshit. I don't understand. He where got they, kicked out because Jay Billis gets to do all the ACC. ACC games? Well, so, yeah. So we just down, we just throw Dick Vitale in the Big 12 who doesn't even care about the Big 12? I, I don't like him doing Big 12 games. I, it was I, weird as hell. I was like... He did the last Kansas-Texas game, and he did the, the championship game. He didn't do a single game the entire Big 12 tournament. 
Yeah, it was all friends. And then and the other guy, there was another guy oh, there that there was, was doing another guy? too. And they were like, we got to pull Dick Vitale up because he didn't want to do, and uh, CBS asked him if he wanted to do tournament games. He said, nope. Oh, well, that seems about right. Got to ride with my uh, company, man, ESPN. Uh, we did get sidetracked there. It just popped in my head, though. Uh, the two. Yeah, so I have uh, USC. USC. Yeah. Fight on. Uh, the two fifteen matchup. I don't know anything about Vermont. I hated the American East. Cause I watched I, some of that Vermont. Um, the final against uh, UMass Lowell. Lowell. Yeah. yeah. I know. Uh, I know. I know a little American East because I gambled on the American East, and right. I was. I think I was one for five in that conference, <laughs> and I quit betting that game. And I Vermont's was, like your typical Vermont team. Uh, not as talented as the one that beat Syracuse back in the day. Nowhere near. They don't have really have a guard that can. Is Rice still there? Uh, Rice, no, I don't. Maybe he's. A, I think I remember that name. Forty-one light skin. He was like a forward. I don't think so. Actually, because there was a year. I think it was three years ago before COVID. He was a freshman, and he was really good. And I picked him to upset a team, and they got blown out of the waters. The best player was like this lefty shooter. Okay. He's kind of a big man. That was like their best player. But that was as much as I saw from Vermont. And Vermont was losing early to Lowell. They couldn't hit a shot to save their life early on, and they got high late. Oh, okay. And they just ran, ran them out the gym. Um, well, it was also at Vermont. So. I'll be, I, I won't lie. I will be pulling for Vermont in this game. So, oh, well, yeah, you're a shocker smart hater. I, well, you know, he did he did me wrong, so why why should I root for shocker smart? What did he do at my university to make me want to pull for shocker smart? I guess he didn't beat his wife, so that is a good thing. Excuse me, sorry. Bless you. Uh, had a little sneeze there. Uh, all right, let's move on to the round is 32. Uh, this matchup, I think a lot of people, including us, have Purdue struggling in. It's either Purdue, you have Purdue Memphis, and I have Purdue FAU. Yes. Now, at one point in my bracket, I'm not going to lie, I did have FAU winning. Until you saw they don't have big men? Not that. I just couldn't do it. I looked at my bracket further down and I was like, there's no way this is happening. Do I want it to happen? Absolutely. I am rooting for FAU for this whole tournament. The entire time? In this, in the East bracket, in the East bracket, the the East bracket I am rooting for FAU to make the Final Four. Yeah, is my I love them, but I couldn't pick them, and I hate myself for it. I picked Purdue, but I do think FAU they do have a seven-one guy, so it, Edie will he'll be in foul trouble. Maybe not. Edie gets everybody in foul trouble. They do have good guards at FAU, and they can when they want to run, they can run. And I don't, but the problem is I don't think they have the length, the full length to stop Purdue. But I, I am still skeptical on that. And for that reason, I still have Purdue winning, but I'm rooting my whole heart's on that thing. Or Memphis. Even if Memphis wins, I'm still rooting for Memphis. I don't like Purdue. I, Purdue is, here, the fun fact that I learned in one tournament when Payer's a four or higher, he makes the Sweet 16 every time. Every single year, right? Every single year. So, unfortunately, I went Purdue, but I'm hoping for everything that FAU will beat some. 
it's not happening this year. Memphis is dropping that you shit think, on them. You think Memphis is going to drop Purdue yes, out of this they're second knocking, round? They're knocking their ass out of here. Too athletic. Fucking, they'll put pressure on uh, Purdue's weak-ass uh, guard play that, that they suck so much at handling pressure. Memphis will pressure them, bring the ball up the court. They might throw a little weird zone at them in the half court to throw E off, or they might do what, uh, who did a really good job of trapping uh, the Rutgers thing. If they watch tape on how Rutgers defended defense Edie, they would run and well, trap them a lot right on the Rutgers, catch. Indiana, Indiana beat them twice. Right, yeah. So there's, there's the avenue and the tapes out there for how to beat Purdue. It's just... And plus, their offense gets very sacked. If they are, like, in the half-court offense, watching Purdue play half-court offense is, like, watching... It's just nails on the chalkboard. Watching paint dry. It's just rough. I appreciate big man basketball, but, however, like, they don't have good... Not enough people cut off it. Sometimes Gillis will cut off and go to the basket number zero for Purdue. Yeah. Like, he'll cut, make good cuts. Everyone else seems to stand around the three-point line because they want to... Have, Edie to have so much room in the paint. And then he throws the ball. And he, even then, they don't even take the wide open three. They just keep swinging it. Right. And then they just jack it up. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that's not a good shot. That's to work angles to get better post entries to Edie in his spots. Yeah. That's, it's all centered around him. And one of these times, it's going to bite him in the ass. They've been playing Big Ten. Team. Everyone's been playing conference play forever. Yeah. So this is what makes the tournament great because now we get – different matchups that people don't have the scouting report on so you could take advantage of certain things. So, like, Memphis won't be intimidated by Purdue and their one seed at all because they look at it as we've already played the best team in the nation and we went toe-to-toe with them. We're going to run them out of the gym. That, 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 that's a good valid point right there. I think that's, that could be their mentality. And especially when they see how bad and they watch the film on how bad Purdue is at handling pressure. Yeah, I, I I could see that, and Memphis does create a lot of turnovers. Yes, but for me, I don't think Memphis gets through. Yeah, I really want FAU to win. It's just one of those things where that stat has never left my head. A Pater not get reaching the Sweet Sixteen. That's hey, a, man, we almost stopped that shit from happening last I, year. You were down by ten majority of the game. We can almost get Ivy had to hit a fucking three from half yeah, court. Yeah, I know, but that's fun. Yeah, but yeah. you were down, and then you came back, and then he gets three. That's what we did I, yeah, last but, year. Yeah. Uh, I have Purdue going to the Sweet Sixteen. Uh, we both have Oral Roberts versus Tennessee, and I'm pretty sure we both have the same team going through. I, I think I switched this pick a couple times. Did you switch it? Yeah, I I might switch it back right now. Are you going? Because I have Oral Roberts going yeah. through. <clears throat> I'm gonna go Tennessee. You're going to go Tennessee? I had Oral Roberts. I had Tennessee initially. Then I switched it to Oral Roberts. And now I'm switching it back to Tennessee. Tennessee. I have not wavered in this pick. My waiver was FAU. Like I said, I looked at it and I thought it was very weird. And then in my head, I was like, is there a way FAU gets to Elite Eight? It's going to sound weird. This is the reason I'm switching to Tennessee. It's going to make no sense at all. It probably won't. It'll probably make you hypocritical of your first statement you talked about Tennessee. The, the matchup that they would play in the next round just looks right to me. Of uh, Memphis versus uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. That's, that's sometimes what you have to do in the bracket. It just, it just looks like, oh, Memphis, Tennessee. And then I could see the narrative of, 
Oh, two Tennessee teams playing, playing each, each other. other. Okay, that makes more sense. It, like, but it it'll be weird though because it's in New York. Oh yeah, but I you you could see it that way, right? That's the reason I had them initially. Yeah. And then I went back. I was like, Oral Roberts, if they beat Duke, Duke they're they, definitely beating Tennessee. They, it's just one of those where they're on the roll and you yeah. can't stop it type yeah. of thing. So this pick is more of a. Well, since I have Memphis when I'm just going to go Tennessee. It's a gut feeling yeah. type thing. Yeah. There's like not enough reasoning in behind it because yeah. I think Oral Roberts might just fucking like, fuck around and make it. Or like, either I'm going to get royally fucked or by Oral Roberts or I'm I'm a genius on Oral Roberts. It's pretty much where I'm at right now with Oral Roberts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, I'm going down the rabbit hole all the way with them. Huh? Yeah. Uh, actually, yeah, we're fine. Uh, uh, <laughs> you gonna switch something? I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. I'm almost Uh-oh. there. I, most likely, I will tweet that I'm gonna switch this pick. Oh. But right, for right now, I'm gonna live with what I'm at right now. All right, all right. Uh, going to Kentucky K State for you, for me, and you have Providence K State. Yes. See, this is where I think we are different because I'm going with Kentucky over. Over K State because, again, this game is pretty much a road game. Yeah. It becomes a road game for them. Well, anytime you play Kentucky in the tournament, it's a road game. But this, but for K State, for K State especially, yes. it's a road game, uh-huh. and they don't do good on road, and that's why I have Kentucky beating them. I just I have Providence. Providence doesn't travel. Yeah, that great. So it doesn't really for you. That's a little shock. Yeah. So I just have K State. Beating them, yeah. yeah. Uh, the, oh, the game, the game is going to be. If that matchup does happen, that's a high scoring. I will say this: game. though. Are you not scared that Providence? I'm not saying they are, but the style that you describe isn't it not kind of like the TCU style. And K State did struggle against. TCU plays a lot better defense than Providence. Providence doesn't okay. play good defense. Okay, like you would think, just from all the times watching Equally, Providence in the yeah. past, yeah, this team is not like a defensive. It's not the same. It was weird to me. It's shocking to watch when you watch them. You're like, why are they not putting enough effort on the defensive end of the floor? Okay, it makes no sense. But that, that's fair to say. But in my mind, I'm like, isn't it kind of like that TC where you did they, know that the uh, Providence. Uh, the Hopkins guy transferred from Kentucky, right? No, I did not. Okay. I know that because another guy transferred from Kentucky too, and I don't remember where he played. So that was a little thing. That yeah. Uh, so you have K-State. Yes. I have Kentucky. And then we go to – I have Michigan State versus Marquette. You have USC versus Marquette. Right. And I, I have Marquette just for the fact – I still don't – I don't believe in Michigan State. I really wanted to pick my Pac-12 team, a.k.a. Did Michigan State and Marquette play this year? I feel like that's a matchup that uh, has happened at some point. Did not happen. It did not? Did not. Okay. All right. Uh, you think uh, Michigan State could – well, you have Marquette going? I have Marquette. I don't think Michigan State's that good. I would have loved to pick USC. I had USC at the beginning. Mm-hmm. But once I saw it was in Columbus, I flipped it. I didn't look at the times. They made it worse for USC. Yeah. Uh, so at first, I did have USC Marquette. And I also had USC beating Marquette. Because I do think Boogie is that good. 
and he could become that star guy that nobody saw coming. Yeah, there was it, the issue with that is the USC's depth against Marquette. Yeah, but that's what I was but, worried but, about more. But than once I saw where it was at, and then you said the time, I went Michigan State. Yeah, and I don't think Michigan State's good. <laughs> I'm more shocked that they got a seven seed here. I'm more shocked that Michigan State, a 19 and 12 team, got a seven seed, other than a 10. That's just I'm gonna throw that out there. Hate me all you want. I don't think they're that good. I think Marquette wins this game easily. Yeah, I have Marquette being in uh, USC. Just not enough depth on USC with the individual talent they have. Yeah. Marquette just has bodies that they could throw at you. And they'll just wear, wear, wear Boogie Ellis out enough. And plus, uh, Kohler is really good. And USC, I don't think... I, they're, they are good defensively, but I don't know if they're good enough to... St- like, s- slow down Marquette. Because Marquette just has so many bodies they could throw at him. Yeah. And I think that'll be an issue for him. So I just have Marquette advancing. Uh, side note here. I'm definitely not done with the East here. Oh, you're going to? I am definitely. There's going to be some switching going on. And I will tweet it. Uh, or Holly 27. I'm going to tweet Paul most likely my switches. Because I'm going to say this. And this is an argument. This Purdue team that is a one seed. Yes. Is it better or worse than the team from last year? Oh, it's worse. It's worse, right? Yes. In that form, there's no physical way I can pick them to where I have them. That's on you. And this is that. But this, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes you don't have to be as good as last, last year. year. Like it's Virginia, when Virginia lost the 16 seed, then won won the national championship. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I still think all these matchups are bad for them. And I don't get there. People could be like Edie. They got the player of the year in Edie. Edie is good. He ain't great though. Like he's good at college, but there's things that you can move around Edie that makes him not a threat. Yeah. And I think a lot of these teams, I do think Memphis, if Memphis plays them, I do think Memphis could beat them. I do think FAU could beat them. Memphis also downplays against teams. Like last year, they should have beat St. Pete's. They fucking lost to them. This is like, in my head, I'm like, I'm looking at my matchup of Oral Robertson Purdue. I'm like, oh, this should be a blowout for Purdue. But guess what the fuck Purdue does? They downgrade themselves to play as bad as. Oh, you're like, talking about the Purdue St. Peter's matchup yeah, where they should have. They should have blown them out yeah. of the water. And then some reason they kept they kept messing with their food. Yeah. And then St. Peter's was like, oh, you're messing with us. We're gonna win this game. Mm-hmm. And then they won that game. And you're like. How do you lose a game with Ivy? Well, you stop giving the ball to Ivy. Ivy would pass it to Williams and Edie, and then you would never give him ball, the ball back to him. Right. And you would, things bad things happen. They they didn't have a guy taller on St. Peter's than six nine, and you still lost with two seven footers. And I, that's what I'm saying. I think there's yeah like, right. When that's it, what when, that's, when Purdue plays in the Big Ten all the time. They play those teams, and they play. There's only team like Rutgers gave Purdue trouble. Uh, again, they don't. That, I mean, they have a six ten guy, I think, but they, yeah, they struggle. Have a good big man, uh, a a or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. They also played Indiana, but they struggled against Indiana all year. Indiana gave a Penn State gave them, and Penn State doesn't have a big man. No, they just played them well. And other than that, in the Big Ten, like everyone else, just kind of let Edie do whatever the fuck he wanted. Like it, that's what it, it felt like, right? Ohio State, he ate ate all the day against Ohio State. 
Michigan. I don't even know if they played Michigan. If no, they, they did. did. They I didn't did. watch that shit. I didn't it watch, was at Michigan. I didn't watch Michigan this year. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like they downgrade the they'll if like or say Oral Roberts like I have it right now goes there. They'll be like, oh, it's Oral Roberts. We got this game in the bag. Yeah. And then this, and then you, I'll, I'm sitting there here, right, and I'm looking at it because I have Purdue being Oral Roberts, but in my head, I'm like, I feel like this is last year all over again for Purdue. They get the Oral in my mind. They get the Oral Roberts, and they're like, I'm, in my head, I'm like, this is easy. They should win by 22. Mm-hmm. But then I'm, I'll sit there. I might not even watch the game because I'm like, oh, it's going to be a 22 blowout. And I'll look at my phone. I'll look at my phone. And I'm like. Damn, they're only up by five. Damn, they're only up by six. Damn, they're only up by seven. And then by the, like, the eight-minute mark in the second half, I'm like, Oral Roberts is up by five? What the fuck just happened? And that's just a Matt Pater 101 type thing. And so in my head... I can't trust Purdue. No, and that's what I'm worried about. I just can't trust them, especially I, with the freshman point guard, like we said on the South Little Purdue. And this about. is why the East is so fucked, because in my mind, I know I can't trust Purdue, but they're, but everything tells me Purdue is good. If Let me ask this. If Purdue was a two seed instead of a one, if they oh. had a two next to their name instead of a oh, one. Oh, they'd be out in the second round. You would have them losing in the second yeah, round. I, I, just because they have that one, one it yeah. makes you more apprehensive to have them lose, doesn't it? It, that one makes me feel like... I would say this. Last year when they were three, I had more confidence. Because I think I did have them in the Final Four. I had them in the Final Four because I loved Ivy. Mm-hmm. And I mm-hmm. and I thought all the matchups worked well. And then once St. Pete's got there, I was like, oh, I got a Final Four team. Right. And then they just fucking... No, it wasn't St. Pete's because St. Pete's was down low. Yeah, that's three. They were the... St. Peter's was 15. Yeah. Two. Wasn't, they beat the two. St. Yeah. Peter's beat the two. Wasn't, wasn't a, we were a six. Six. That makes them. So it was, in the, was a three. So it was in the Elite Eight that they didn't get to. Yeah, they, they lost in the Sweet 16. 16, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. I'm thinking, they played, yeah. Uh, North, St. Peter's played North Carolina, Carolina. I think at the top. Yeah, so. Because Baylor fucking did Baylor shit. Uh, yeah. Uh, it's just going to change. Right now I have, I have Purdue. But I think I'm on your boat, and they're not going to get out of the second round. Well, we'll talk, we talked our way around it. Yeah, I've talked myself into it. I'm going FAU. Okay. I'm going FAU. So that uh, makes that Memphis-FAU game huge for us. Yeah. <laughs> that's a huge game for both of us, and that's pretty much like our San Francisco. Uh, uh, kind of. I didn't have San Francisco going that far. Though. Right, yeah. but It I, was only a first-round kind of thing. Yeah. But I do have FAU beating Oral Roberts because I do think they're good. I think they're really talented. Okay. All right. I've talked myself out of Purdue. Thanks. So Purdue's gone. Yeah. So where are we at now? After well, all you that? still have to make your pick on that. You have Memphis versus uh, Tennessee. Right. Yeah. Oh, I have Memphis. Oh, yeah, Memphis? Yeah. Penny getting to the Elite Eight. Yeah, I have Memphis. Uh, this is when... Where's, this game's playing like, in New York, right? The Sweet yeah, 16? Sweet 16. Okay. The East one? Yeah. We, uh, we couldn't figure out. We needed to look that up. Yeah, but... So I have Memphis winning. Uh, like I said, similarly about Purdue, ball pressure, Tennessee. Yeah. Fucking struggle with ball pressure without Ziggler. Yeah. I think it's a tailor-made matchup for him, so I have them in Benson. Uh, I have Kentucky Marquette. Who do you have in this one? K-State Marquette. Yeah, K-State Marquette. Yep. Uh, I feel like you have a homer pick coming. Uh, I have Marquette. 
I, I, why? Who the fuck knows? I have the, the East is the East. I have Marquette. I have no reasons why. I have Marquette. Um, so you're going. You have Marquette beating Kentucky. Yes, I have Marquette beating Kentucky. So you're going uh, old school Dwayne Wade uh, beating the number one overall seed Kentucky team back in the day. Other than Marquette's the higher seed, yes. Right. Yeah. 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 But like yeah, you know, yeah, Marquette yeah. always beats Kentucky kind of thing. Yeah. That I, Dwayne Wade will be in the building. They'll yeah, he'll definitely the, be there. They'll be showing this that great elite eight game that he had against them back in the day. Why not? I did. It's just one of those random things. Um, you are wrong. I'm not. Oh yeah. I don't know why you said Homer too because I'm Big Twelve. Yes. I, well, you're no, you're soon to be no longer Big Twelve, but yes. Uh, yes, I have Marquette right. advancing, and like as much as I was talking shit about Shaka Smart, I couldn't I couldn't find a way that they were gonna lose they unless are, it's, unless it's to Vermont, which will probably end up happening. They are a good all around team. I'm not yes. gonna deny that. Yep. From top to bottom, they overall they have everything that they are good, team. and they're they're really hot. They are really. Again, dangerous time. The, yep. the, the hotness does go away in a week. Yep. It, it, you go from being hot in the tournament, conference tournament to being – the conference tournaments, that's the thing. When you're hot in the conference tournaments games, you're like, yep, they're good. And then you get a week off, you get that other team to watch all your film, and you figure out so this one team can figure something out on that team, and then it just ruins your whole life. Yep. But we both have Marquette. Well, the 8-9 matchup in this bracket is great. Because you have Memphis, I have FAU, we both have them playing Marquette, and you have... Walking in Memphis. Memphis. You have Memphis in your Final Four. Yeah. Oh, you are stressed the <laughs> fuck out. You yeah. are dying on that sword. Yeah. I have Marquette. Come on, Penny. I have Marquette beating FAU. Mm-hmm. I feel like you got trapped in the conference tournament life and watching them Almost beat Houston, excuse me, and then beating Houston in the conference tournament. You keep saying that, but mine is more about the matchups. I'm worried about the FAU matchup. I am worried about that one. However, throughout the rest of them, I kind of like how the matchups play out for Memphis. Yeah. Well, Marquette is a matchup I don't like, but if I had Penny go all the way to the Elite Eight, I'm just going to pick them all the way to the goddamn Final Four. Okay. That's fair enough. I have Marquette. So, your final four in the top half, in the south and the east. Since we have finished that yeah, one. Yeah, since we finished that one. I have Arizona Marquette. You have Arizona Memphis. Yes. All right. We'll get to our final four probably after the what bracket, the west. We're, we're doing the west next? No, we'll do the uh, midwest, but the west will be the last one, and we'll just continue on the final four. Right. Yeah, yeah so we'll go from there. So... My south is Arizona, and my east is Marquette. Your south is Arizona, and your east is Memphis. Yep. All right. And the next episode will be the Midwest. We'll see you guys. You know you guys could listen to this in any order you want. Any to, order, too. but so this, this is how we're doing is it. In it. We're just doing it on right now, all of them live. So, yeah. you know, listen in whatever order you want to. Prefer to listen to the east last because it's the worst region, though. Oh, this bracket's going to be so bad. I'm going to have so many red marks crossing with another team in there. I already know it. But I'm willing to just enjoy it. Yeah. Let's go, FAU. Come on, Memphis.